Boom. Boom. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Well, I guess it's, it's like noon where you are, huh? It's a bit, uh, it's strange when you have that three hour difference between us because you are, you are living in the past. Right. Totally. You can let me know what the lottery <laughs> numbers are and I can go play them. And this is a huge scam. No one's thought of this before. It seems like everything though on the East Coast is shifted, not just the, because it's because of the time difference that, that, Dinner is usually eaten later, you know, shows on TV, well, they used to come on later and everything was just a little bit different on the East Coast that way. And I, I think it's, it seems to me living on the East Coast, you must be used to having like later meetings in the day yes. or something. <laughs> I don't think people on the West Coast appreciate that people on other coasts really have to like right. always take them into consideration, especially like whenever we were doing something uh, in LA, like a podcast or something like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. You know, 3 p.m. our time. It's like, oh, great. That's like, that's dinner time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I, if I can do it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's easy to, it's easy to forget that. Definitely. Hey, I got I'll, a question. Go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. You have a question for me. I have a question. Have you been hearing from people who are saying they're not getting notified about YouTube videos? I mean, I used to occasionally would somebody would get those and I would think, well, it was just some weird bug on there. But now I'm getting a lot of those. And a guy today just left a comment that said uh, he found out that YouTube has stopped doing notification emails. Is that or is it just like nonsense i have not heard of that however i'm not surprised we've had videos it's actually kind of video specific as in it's not a, a something that happens uh like during periods of time or over a long period of time but i've we found uh sometimes we'll upload a video and launch it and just gets no traction that normal kind of like yeah. uh picking up viewers along the way when you have a larger audience you kind of know even if it's going to be a slow video you kind of know what those numbers are going to be uh and there was one video that <laughs> it was actually the final episode the final video for the dream home reno series it was the 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 end reveal and i was so excited i put so much work into it more work than i had put into any other video that i'd ever made on youtube and uh, found the right time to launch it and da, 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 and launched it and it just went sideways. There was nothing going on with it. Uh, and in the mess or in the comments, uh, there was a bunch of people who were like, I had to come to your channel and go looking for your newest video. This didn't come up on my feed. This didn't come up in a, via email or whatnot. So yes, have had that happen, addressed it. I brought it up to, to YouTube and they're like, well, sometimes, we do exactly do what there's, there's a, there certainly is a bit of a, um, an environment of like never really saying like, yeah, pretty much, you know, these quirks happen and this will happen and it won't go and it doesn't, whatever. Uh, you end up finding out that, um, ideally, yes, they have no reason to, um, throttle videos or, or have people like decide what, you know, is actually being promoted, uh, in people's feeds. However, um, the answer was uh, they do have a ranking algorithm quite like uh, Facebook does and they know what you uh, interact with. And as much as we like to sometimes think it's like, I watch every video, sometimes it's like, yeah, no, a lot of the times I pass by these videos. So perhaps that starts building up. And, and when you're like yourself, you're subscribed to 650 channels, do you, I guess, need to prioritize and rank those. That was what I got from YouTube. It sounds like an answer which would stop me from asking more questions. Right. So I don't know if that means like, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Or if it's like, hey, you know, we just do our thing. But we have heard it quite a bit before. Did this happen on a recent video or this is just happening in general recently? Yeah, this just happened on this, my most recent video. And, and a guy said, wow, I just thought everybody stopped posting or something. And it wasn't apparently just my channel he was talking about. And I've heard this over the past couple of weeks from people more so than usual, kind of the usual anomalies. You get some weird, you know, quirks, I guess, and YouTube screws up things here and there. And, you know, I don't know. It's, and it's not... I think if it were wide, more widespread, I think we would hear more about it. And I don't think YouTube has just killed the notification to email, although I don't know why anybody would want to be notified by email. I, I, thought, it, I thought all notifications were just mobile notifications. I, honestly, I've never done, I've never clicked the bell 
for any channel. I don't, I just don't do that. I don't, I've never people. clicked a bell for any channel. Did you go through the period uh, a little while ago about adding that on to your subscription call? It's one of the things like we yeah. tried it for a little bit and I, I did it cause like I, I, I tend to like follow some people who are uh, a little bit more young and stuff. So I have like a few people like PewDiePie or Maximo for people who like really understand the platform. And it's like when they start doing something kind of, they'll be like, all right, that's kind of, you know, if they're doing it, I'll also give it a try. Maybe there's some, some, some value associated with it. So we tried for, we tried for maybe close to a year. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Clean My Space channel and click that bell icon if you want to be notified. And it sounds strange because you're like, well, it wasn't that, isn't that the whole subscription uh, exchange that we're doing? I subscribe and you just alert when you're, but then we added on the new thing and it really didn't seem to make a difference. We know, we know, because mm. you can see in, in analytics, what percentage of people, you know, ring the bell or click on the bell. Right. But there seems to be a lot of people who don't click on the bell, but still have no problems getting regular notifications and, and all of the rest. Did you I think we could? That? I think we could all just use fewer notifications in life, really. I think more and more people are just kind of like, okay, I just don't want to be notified of everything that comes through. Otherwise, you're spending your entire day just looking at your phone. I don't think any of us want that. But I, I think that what they were doing was trying to separate your subscription feed from – I think like – notifications are intended to be like a, a, a super subscription or something, you know, right. it's, it's like you're subscribed but this way. We're going to let you know rather than having to go to your subscription box, because I think a lot of, especially newer people to YouTube users of YouTube mm -hmm. don't really understand the difference between the home feed and the subscription feed, because when you, it defaults to that home feed, you know, when you land on either the browser or, or the mobile app, and it's easy to look at that and think, oh, yeah, I recognize these channels. I subscribe to them. And then there's you know, other things and older videos in there. And so it's a, kind of a mishmash, that home feed. But when I, years ago, I used to just bypass that. I was like, I just want to go straight to my subscription feed. And anymore, that home feed actually has good suggestions. You know, I find new channels. I find all kinds of things on just that home feed. That's the one that they use all of those, you know, complicated server farms to figure out the algorithms for you watching Joe Rogan podcast for 15 minutes and then for the next three days being inundated on, on that home feed with here's more Joe Rogan. Here's more, you know, you watch the episode with Bernie Sanders. So here's, you know, all these Bernie Sanders things. And God forbid you actually end up clicking on something that they've suggested. Uh, Melissa and I watched a documentary yesterday. It was trending in trending in Canada. Now you can kind of now see the top things that are being watched on Netflix. And it's a documentary, a Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma. Hmm. And it's basically uh, about uh, exactly what we've kind of been talking here, which is... Uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube was thrown around in it quite a bit. I think it was mostly faced towards uh, 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 Facebook or mostly geared towards Facebook. Uh, but the thought being those notifications, uh, how they kind of lure you back into the matrix so you get lost. All of these large social companies built upon getting you to consume more of it. Netflix, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, all of them. And the interesting thing about the movie was all of the people who were talking in the movie were former executives of Facebook, former executives. It was the former president of Pinterest. Uh, the person who co-created the like button from Facebook was also one of the people. And uh, they, they, I think, have now kind of joined together and they have a humane institute for humane technology or something. So the whole angle is to get away from this very gradual change what they talk about in, in the movie uh, mostly is the changing of behaviors, how your entire life uh, and what you do and the way that you spend your time is that time is now a commodity. All of these businesses are vying for it. They have managed to get on your phone already, but now with the notifications and the reach outs, we're slowly being trained to like, oh, someone joined Facebook, give them a hello. And uh, one of the big ones was uh, having Facebook tag or having other people on Facebook tag you in a picture, which essentially sends out a notification to all of the people who get tagged every day, whether it was them using it or not. 
and just the psychological effect of having a notification be like, someone tagged you in a picture. It's like, well, you're going to Facebook to engage with that picture, leave of that. And that's how they get you. And as soon as you're on, they decide the auction feed that you're going to get based upon your profile. And they literally talk about how over the past 10 years, your profile has become clearer and clearer and clearer to Facebook, YouTube, and whatnot. Your avatar, as far as they're concerned of what you represent, is literally just data. It's massive amounts of data, but now these companies have access to massive yeah. amounts of data because slowly over a period of time, it's all been picking up. So they know they can get you back on the phone, back on the grid, back in the system by luring you with this. And then as soon as you land, you see that and everything around that, everything which gets um, served to you next, especially on something like Instagram, because they know you're just gonna start doing this. The, the, the way that algorithm works to literally just play on your weaknesses to get you to continue the process to make a five minute stop off on Instagram be a 20 minute, whatever. And they kind of present it in like the commodity here is your time. They're literally, they need your time. What they're selling it for three and a half cents is an ad impression on a couple minutes of your time, which could potentially end up being even more of your time. And it left us kind of feeling violated and not violated, but yeah. it, you feel very like, man, there's this army of information and I get it. Cause I check the weather. I check when I'm going to go sweat. Like they have such a digital footprint of everything you do, how you engage, even within the people that you engage with, they know the texts and the, not the text, but at least the comments that they send back and forth, the pictures that you like, and just keep feeding you the same thing. So you just keep getting trapped at the gambling kind of structure of the one-armed yeah. bandit where it'll give you chest enough to keep going, but you're slowly losing. <laughs> you're slowly losing as time goes on. It's really these, these dopamine hits that our, our brain yeah. is getting. It's really a drug is what it is. And I, I, you, you probably know Cal Newport does the mm -hmm. digital minimalism. And so I read that book and it was really eye-opening on how, how these companies and these apps are just tailor-made to just like drill into our cerebral cortex basically with this stuff. And the, the, the odd thing about it is you ask anybody, and this even goes back before before social media and to advertising and you ask anybody, are you influenced by this stuff? Everybody personally will say, no, I'm above that. It doesn't affect me at all. I, I know when to, it does. And this is why advertising works. And this is why all this stuff works is because it, it does work. And if I see an ad now on social media, it will be tailored to me. And there's been times when I've bought products based on those ads that have come through my feed that I wouldn't have even known about, but it, it's because it's so hyper-focused on my interests, which is a, you know, it's a double-edged sword. I mean, as an advertiser on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, it's good for me because of that, that data that I, they, in Facebook especially, we've had so many sales based on Facebook ads because they're so targeted. So it's not, you're not wasting time advertising to somebody who's not the least bit interested in in your products, yeah. but I've had to definitely shut off notifications on my phone on a lot of things. Some things it's hard to, and I feel like this need for somebody posted a picture of one of the projects in one of my courses that they just did and they tagged me and they kind of want to see like, oh, you know, what do you think about this? And I always feel like I, it's my responsibility to respond to that. And I do, I always respond, you know, just a, a word or two that looks great or whatever. But then I think, wouldn't it make more sense if I just did all of this at one time rather than popping in throughout the day? Because I, I think, and this was part of the digital minimalism is that when you're popping in and out throughout the day, even though it may only be 30 seconds at a time, you can check that thing, you're going to, it really is more than that because you were working on something. Maybe you were writing or something. You had to stop. You went there. Your whole train of thought is now shifted to this other thing. And so it's actually costing you a lot more time rather than if you just do things right in in order of, you know, yeah. complete something. And or, or finish some. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can, you can uh, totally lose your train of thought. Like I've been so inspired to do something and then I get like, Oh my goodness. I, I ended up on the, you know, the NHL website, checking scores and stats and 
all of a sudden it's 15 minutes later. And it's like, oh, I'm going to get back to kind of doing that thing. And then I get back into it and it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's like, I was right there. I was right there ready to finish it. So it started off years ago, um, especially being like a, a business owner and trying to be in tune with all of the email inflow and inquiries and whatnot back in the day. Um, we used to, when, when uh, I started a web design company in 1999, it was at that time that I was like, the only way I'm going to get people is if they email and within 30 seconds, I'm either emailing them back or using their phone number and getting them on the phone. So I would try to be as responsive as possible to whenever someone was, but that's just like you're hungry and you're trying to like do whatever. And I realized after a few years, it's like, well, the business is going to come either way and I don't need to jump that much on top of it. Plus it's also doing me a disservice to interrupt my day to go and kind of do this thing. It's taking away from my creative time. It's taking away from whatever. Uh, plus there's no boundaries. So the first thing to go was like, okay, no more email notifications. And I uninstalled the email app on my phone. Really? Uh, that's, a, that's, yeah. a big, that's a big step. That was a great one. Uh, fortunately, you know, I, I afforded myself the position and we have people who now answer all of those emails. So I brought up the story saying like, I of course understand because I was once in a position where you had to do that as much as that could have been the right or wrong thing to do. But now there are people that do that. So I don't have to worry about that further to you're like making sure that you uh, reach out to the people who take the time to like do a project or, or like send you something to be, hey, look, you inspired me to do something and, and here it is. So you're right. Always take the time to do that. But it was just becoming so overwhelming. And now the new overwhelming, and we stopped the movie several times while we were watching it last night. And one of the times we stopped it, Melissa turned to me and she's like, it's like I need two phones. I need one phone with text messaging and calling so that my family, friends, emergencies, that, like, like the old safety phones that mm -hmm. used to sell for your car. It's like, hey, it's $9.99 a month. You keep it under the seat or whatever. And if you're in a traffic accident and you need an emergency, you, you, use, the, you use this phone. And she's like, I, I want to use it because, you know, this is convenient to keep her close group of like five or six friends in a constant ongoing conversation. And she loves that. She loves just kind of grazing that and having that. That's not being taken away for work or social media. That's something that she likes. But she's like, it gets mixed in with all yeah. of this other stuff. So therefore, when I go to check a text message from my dad, all of a sudden now I'm scrolling through Instagram or I'm checking the latest news features. Now, even if you don't have things installed on your phone, at least with the Google Pixel, uh, when you uh, swipe all the way to the right, uh, you get a news feed. And I remember we used to get Clean My Space videos be put in this news yep. feed. and we would share text messages and be like we're trending we're trending because we're on the news little did we realize that all the things that we're searching on our phone at least i am is yep. clean like space related and all of the rest they're just literally doing what we're talking about they are literally feeding me the content which i'm hoping other people get fed using the same algorithm which is actually starting to irritate me and i think yeah. also when you're on the other side you said that when you're on the other side when you're trying to sell something of course i'm going to go to facebook moreover i'm going to go to facebook because i'm so enamored by instagram and I mean, melissa stopped one of the times that melissa stopped she's like you know the ads on instagram are so good that i saw something a product that i had never um you know i i would have never considered and i was like that's a perfect birthday gift for chad and my friend and my mom and she bought three of them she bought three things off of an instagram ad. she's like i've never done that before but it was so effective and i must to admit like um for the cloths for the mops and whatnot we're really focused on instagram because it is it's such an engaged user base yeah. and uh, it's so easy to slip an ad in there and especially with the instant start videos if you can kind of capture someone's attention in the first three seconds you know you got them but you know, uh, when it's when you are on the other side and you feel like that's violating, or not violating, but you feel like that's very intrusive and you understand the downsides to it, hence the name of the move, movie, The Social Dilemma. Um, it's like, oh, I, I just, I don't like that. I don't support him that. I, you know, we, I realized yesterday I'm going to stop all spending on Facebook. We used to spend on Facebook to like proactively get new likes to the page mm -hmm. just to kind of put it out. Hey, make sure that you're getting new audience and all of the rest. A, usually the audience is highly untargeted, uh, different countries, different languages, and all of the rest. Uh, and I know you can certainly spend more to do it, but yeah, we decided to just put a pause on spending. I, I, I just think it's at a point where it, 
at least on some level, you need to start kind of reeling this in and not continue to support making these companies, as they pointed out in the movie, literally the richest companies on the planet. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, it's not even that I, I think a lot of people are like, uh, have the, a, a more, a different sinister view of Facebook and these companies that they're, they're, they're stealing your identity, that they're, they're going to, they're tracking you and they're all, all this stuff for, I guess, these nefarious reasons that I don't know, maybe they are, maybe they aren't, I don't know, but I don't worry about that. What I don't like is the fact that these companies have worked out a way to steal my time. And that is really what bothers me the most is that if I add up how much time that I've spent over the years, just checking in and out of this stuff. And so, yeah, I've kind of, I've done the same thing. I mean, I haven't used Facebook in, in a couple of years now. I, I, you know, I quit Twitter a few years ago. That was just a total time. Twitter is, Twitter is totally toxic. Out of all of the platforms, it's Twitter toxic, is like far know. the most toxic. And so the only one I, I follow now is Instagram. And then I, even there, I, I weeded out like half of the, the pages that I was following on there just because it was just too redundant and too much stuff. And so now it's just a core group of things that I, I check in on basically once a day on Instagram to look through the feed um, usually after I've eaten dinner or something, I'm just sitting down and I'll, I'll scroll through that. So I'm trying to reel that in and trying to turn off notifications. And it is hard. It's like kind of, a, it is a drug, you know, you, you get hooked on this stuff. And it was funny when you were talking about watching a movie and it's like, I think it's getting difficult for people. I know my son, he's what, 22, 23. He he really can't watch a, a movie like, you know, if we're sitting down watching Netflix yep. or something without also yeah. watching the phone. I mean, I, and it's at times I, it gets frustrating, especially if it's a movie that I've seen. And I'm like, Oh, you should see this movie. It's really great. And then I notice that like stuff's happening on the screen. I'm like, Don't, are you not watching this or is this not interesting to you? And it, it's, there's that disconnect because I think that the, the movie yeah. traditionally has been this communal thing where, and that's why people go to movie theaters. And that's why yeah. I hope they make a comeback is because it's a shared experience. And when you're kind of halfway checked out doing this other thing, which is completely mindless, the stuff that yeah. we're doing on our phones, you know, yeah. 95% of it is mindless. I try to convince myself that, well, the important stuff I'm doing is business related. Well, you know, you, sort of. you, you can always find an excuse. And that was it for us. We were both like, yeah, you know, the only reason we're on our computers at 7.30 at night as opposed to watching a movie tonight is because we have so much work. And you realize you make that excuse every night. Right. And you realize there's going to be a time where it's going to be like, no, you know what? Working right now is not more important than sitting and watching a movie. And I think it's also we've, we've evolved the way people do watch with movies as in you can be texting with your friend at the same time be like oh, i'm missing maybe some of the context of the movie or i'm pulling myself away but like i'm also managing to whatever or i'm checking out the characters other movie roles on imdb yeah, <laughs> I do that. sometimes you do that it's like oh i know this person i mean we did that last night in this particular movie we're like we're pretty sure that's kieran culkin's like no I, I, kieran culkin wouldn't be in a movie like, <laughs> so we ended up and both of us in a movie about social dilemma and the distractions of social media are watching a movie about the social distraction or the social media right. distraction being distracted by that movie trying to figure out the name of one of the actors right. in the show and both of us pulled away and we we're on our phones and that down like we're we're literally doing the thing that this movie's talking about <laughs> that we do I think um, this, is, this is where I, my focus lately has really been is on digital minimalism because over the past few years, I've tried to kind of base most of my life on a minimalist lifestyle. And I know that means a lot of things to a lot of different people, but to me, it just means decluttering. And that means getting rid of things that just don't hold value to me anymore. And having that freedom, that space of nothing there, it, it, it feels so free. And so like the last portion that I need to declutter is really my brain. And, you know, I think I will have, have achieved minimalism if I can get more to that point. But I, I do love living a much more minimalist lifestyle and just having fewer things, uh, fewer distractions. It, it just has improved my life so much. It really I, has. I think digital digital minimalism is a very sophisticated form of minimalism, minimalism because you don't it's not, I mean, we have uh, some of our most popular videos are minimalist or decluttering videos, and we've been doing them for a long time. And, and you certainly can resonate with someone where it's like, hey, you know that closet that you can't open up in your house? 
here's a few steps and here's a few things that can help you getting towards it. Once you start getting a few things out of there, you're like, oh, hey, I can do this. And then you get the rest of the stuff out of here and then you feel good because you're starting to use your closet again. And, and that's an easy sell. That, that kind of, that I, we had a video that we released just a couple of months ago and it was called 18, uh, 18 Ways to Be More Minimalist in Your Life. And it has almost a million views. So it literally just every day just attracts so many people because so many people are thinking about it. However, we've made three videos about digital, we call it digital decluttering or digital minimalism. Um, talking about going through your phone, getting rid of apps you don't use because that takes up space and memory and performance on your phone and this, that, and the other. Um, they are all wildly unperforming videos. So either people don't think about that as something that needs to be cluttered or they're not interested in it, or they don't maybe quite understand what digital minimalism is. And I know that, uh, uh, sorry, Cal Newsom, is it? Cal Newport. Newport, excuse me. Right. Yes, we, uh, uh, Melissa did the Minimalists podcast and he was on it as well. And he got, uh, or she got his book, uh, digital minimalism, I think it was mm -hmm. called. And it just eye-opening. Like, this is something that was being, you know, that, that has been talked about for quite a while. But in the general public, people don't look at the amount of uh, space and time which is being taken up digitally. And it's that sneaky, you don't realize it's happening because it's the, the overall point of the movie is they're just training you to accept this is this is the way that you now interact. When you right. go to a restaurant and you see people yeah. sitting across from each other, a, a boyfriend and a girl, it doesn't matter who it is. Two people sitting across at dinner at a time that you should be like whatever and cell phones should whatever, either they are being used actively and I get taking a picture, I, I'm not trying to be that guy, but then they also just go on the table in front of them and it's having a dinner with someone who has a cell phone in front of them. You get as distracted by their notifications as, as they do. And it, but it's just so normal now. So normal to look around a restaurant to see everybody either on their phone. And if they're not, it's, you know, aside from older people who either don't bring their phones in or right. keep them in their pocket and understand that decorum. Same with watching a movie. I, I watch a movie with uh, my nephews and nieces they're always on the phone. Uh, obviously, they are always on the phone. And so the biggest thing that left, uh, like that was left with us with this movie was our concern for Riley. Because yeah. they do talk about uh, depression rates, suicide rates, specifically of young and uh, young teen and preteen girls. Girls. Since 2011 or 2010, mm -hmm. I think it was. And they use that number because that's when social media was available on mobile. And just where we have ended up in the short 10 years of seeing the, the, the ill effects mentally on, mm -hmm. on children and them not having the basis that we grew up being like, yeah, you know, on a day that, you know, your parents were looking after you and it's like, you were bored. It's like, you were bored. You either went outside or you found a new yeah. toy or whatever. Your whole existence is kind of depends upon likes and have it, how you present yourself in this altered media and this altered reality. And I think that once in a while I'll see a young couple out and they're truly engaging each other and I don't see phones. And I, and it's, I see that as so rare that I think I'll bet you these people have like something, they have made that change. Yeah, they've deliberately done. This. They have, they're doing that. And it, it, I, I find it really admirable. I think that the problem a lot of people have with minimalism is that they think it's only one thing and they think it's, it's, you know, you're, you're living in, in one room with a spoon and a bowl one and you've spoon, gotten rid bowl. of, you've gotten rid of everything. It's just, it just means bringing things into your house with a purpose. And, and if things aren't there anymore, getting rid of them. And on what I've done is actually my entire woodworking channel and the, the the courses I do are minimalist and I've I've gotten my workshop to that place even though I don't say that I don't want to tell people this is minimalist woodworking because it sounds so draconian or something like oh my god you're getting rid of tools and I've gotten rid of like half of my shop over the past couple of years of tools that I just don't feel like they they bring anything new to my woodworking other than I felt like I had to have these things and so right. you know I, I think people are noticing they're like wow this shop is like seems really empty because you're so used to seeing woodworking and other types of shops mechanic shops that are just packed with clutter and tools and all this stuff and it's like somehow the sign that you are a valid uh, maker or woodworker or mechanic yeah. if you have lots and lots of stuff and I, I just find that I can bring that minimalist 
attitude and lifestyle into my work and into all aspects of my life. Well, I have a thing with uh, collecting cameras and camera equipment, and I do the same. Th- I have done the same thing. It over all the past starts with years. a collection, you know. It all starts with something, and you tell yourself it's like, yes, but this is that one collection. But then right. Melissa will point out it's like, yes, but you also like baseball cards. You also like painting. You also collect, you know, this, that, and the other. Uh, to rewind to an earlier conversation, well, uh, the, uh, the the conversation that we were just having. Uh, uh, over the course of COVID, when, when lockdown kind of happened and I started doing gardening, I started intentionally leaving my phone inside and going and doing this for extended periods of time without having my phone. And I realized it only took a few weeks of getting lost into doing something and stopping with the habit of checking my phone, looking at my phone, pulling my phone out to take a picture of what I'm doing or engage with what I'm doing or even doing the stuff which is useful especially when I'm out uh, gardening, I had this amazing app where you just take a picture of a flower and it'll tell you what the flower is like. So when you have yeah, like a I get that. plant or whatever, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, but the problem is you use it for that thing. Now, all of a sudden you're looking at the picture you just took. Now you're scrolling through a few other pictures. Now you remember you need to send a text message to your, and it was just that whole thought of either having it on me. And sometimes I would, oh, uh, sorry, not sometimes. I turned off all of my notifications aside from text messages. All of our employees plus family do text message. And I do want to get a vibrate if I'm getting a text message because it's whatever. And that's when I- Because it's a vibration. Because it's a vibration. It's not an alert, but it ended up doing the same thing. And it was only until I found something which took me away from it. And I appreciated that it did take me away from it because after a few weeks, when I would go and tend to the garden and leave my phone, I stopped getting those ghost vibrations on my legs. I stopped getting the need to tap my pocket to make sure that my phone is far enough in my pocket that it's not going to fall out of the pocket. Like so many little things that we make excuses as to why we need it or just taking a break and being like, I'm going to go sit on a chair and play with my phone for a, I got away from that being needing to be so connected to me, like my underwear or socks are. And then uh, for a long time, and it still happens to this day, even though I don't spend as much time dedicated away from my phone, I would forget my phone. I, we would go out for a drive somewhere. Or we'd go to the you know, park or something like that. And I just, I would be in the car and be like, I didn't bring my phone. And I realized I didn't bring my phone because for three hours I didn't need it. And I didn't think about it. And it wasn't important in my life. And I actually would be like, wow, for the past three hours, I accomplished this. And then I did that. And then I did this. And it was very, very eye-opening during this entire time to take the time to actually just put it somewhere and not even like turn off, but just get it completely away and find something that doesn't involve that. And you realize how many times I just took for granted that I always had it there and it would interrupt me. And when you do something as, uh, as drastic as just not having it, you're like, oh, I, I see now how it interfered in ways that even if I was being diligent about it before, I wasn't because I would still find a way to make an excuse or right. to end up yeah. on a screen. And we all started out with this, taking phones with us everywhere because we were certain that there was going to be an emergency where we had to contact somebody. You know, that was the, <laughs> the thing that always got us involved with. T- and there goes my pixel. It just dropped on the, <laughs> on the floor. Can we, can we pick it up? Can Trash. we pick it up live on this and actually just show it to me? It's, it looks I, fine. I love the Pixel phone. No, I've got the case for it. I drop this thing all the time on this concrete floor and it, it just, it works fine. I got one of these really cool, this is an older, this is a Pixel 3. No, 2, Pixel 2 I have. Wow, you're rocking the Pixel 2. I have yeah. a Pixel 2 somewhere as well. I think, yeah, what I think are they the, on now? The 4? The 4, I think 5 is coming out this year. I think they're going to, uh, I have, I always get compliments on the Google. It's a fabric case. Yeah. I had one of those too, but you know, I got, mine was a light colored one and it got really dirty quickly. So here's the other thing, uh, uh, to the earlier point of leaving it on a table at a restaurant. The only bad thing about this is it soaks up all of the liquid on the table or the Coke or whatever will end up being. So yes, I got the dark one. So it doesn't really necessarily show the stains, but. But you know, you mentioned that I, and one of the things I use the exact same apps you do, I use the Google lens to find out what that plant is yep. and, and then i use the keep google keep and that's where right now i have this thing of podcast things that i i might want to bring up while we are talking on this podcast and uh one of the things i was going to talk about was what is this podcast about <laughs> <laughs> the podcast about and so but it was i mean to get 
anyways, I guess to, to wrap up the minimalism thing, I think that it, it's, if the more we can unplug ourselves, I think every time we do that, it's a kind of an empowering act. It's almost like, it's almost like giving the middle finger to some of these companies, even just yes. a little bit. <clears throat> you're, you're, rec- you're reclaiming your right to be bored, your right to yeah. just sit and, and, just and to be. And, just yeah. To be. And if you're out gardening, what an excellent thing to do. You can yeah. finally just be in. There's no yeah. excuse. Uh, and I brought up the example of having super amazing apps that can help me garden, but that just ended up taking away from what I wanted gardening to do and what painting is for me now and whatnot. So I'm just on a search to find stuff which doesn't doesn't involve that. But we should probably close out digital minimalism because <laughs> I wanted to talk about thumbnails briefly. Do you mind? Yeah. Great. And How do I? You, oh, do I have you set up for sharing? I thought I defaulted to that, but maybe I didn't. The host has disabled attendee screen. Yeah, I didn't do you it. Think we had done, you think we would have done this podcast enough. Zoom did that to me. Okay, who can share? Multiple, who can share? All participants there. Now, if, I wish it would just save that from every time. You would think, okay, I think you're good to go. There we are. Let's look at uh, thumbnails. So, yeah, we're doing the A-B testing, and I've been doing a lot of that one thing i've noticed is that my variations almost always win so my first <laughs> my first instinct is never right on my thumbnail so this uh this might end up uh giving you some uh, i i have quite a quite a few there's some of the older ones but i don't think we've done this uh in the in in the podcast sense i know that we have uh done this um uh, on ones that we haven't recorded, but here, let me, uh, where is it? Desktop, I guess, is what I share. There we go. There we go. Ooh, and can you see, files. can you see that? <laughs> there we go. What was, what was up with my files? Do I have too many files? No, I just like, I could see all of them. <laughs> this is one of those, uh, huge, it's, I don't know, 26 inch screen or something like that. I used no, to be, they seem pretty organized. It seemed like it wasn't my, you know, it's funny cause I it was at my dad's house last time I was there and he has a desktop computer and it literally, there is no space left on the desktop. He like puts everything <laughs> right on that desktop. So we'll let these load up, uh, rather quickly. Um, and then, uh, yeah, especially most recently here, we can actually start with some of the more recent ones. We're actually starting to get some, some, uh, some of these, uh, show up. Are you, are you able to see this? Okay. Yeah, it looks great. All right. Um, so here was, uh, here was an example of one that was doing well. So, okay. So, uh, originally I, uh, used to go into analytics, find out the click through impression rate of a thumbnail. So basically the amount of impressions versus the amount of clicks that a thumbnail gets. And I would uh, reverse order those to see the lowest engagement with the most amount of uh, recommendations, if that makes sense. So I certainly wouldn't worry about a video that just clearly wasn't getting recommended because it's hard to see any probably statistical differences. But this time or recently, I've moved away from that completely and I've thrown in even ones that are performing very well just to challenge myself to see if I can find ones that perform better. And the blinds one is actually a perfect example, six and a half percent, which is, I, I don't know how many you've run through this, but I haven't seen many six percent click through rates. Uh, but to think that the variation, and I saw the variation, I'm like, oh, I like the lines and it definitely looks like she's doing the blinds. I lose the text, but I lose Melissa's face and da, da, da. But sure enough, uh, by, um, it looks like it's 8.4% higher. So it looks like uh, when that ends, I'll probably be changing that one. And here's another one. This video, uh, Cleaning with Lemon, has two and a half million views. Uh, not that 3.83% is a great click-through rate, but again, an extra full percentage point with uh, Melissa not doing something silly with the you lemon. Know, I think that this is a good one to kind of examine here because I think there's a couple things. One, this and the one you just showed, the ones without the text are are the are doing better. Yes, and that that kind of flies in the face of conventional YouTube wisdom, where they say always have text on your. But especially with the lemon one, I think it's because you can see her smiling. I think the smile makes a big difference. We thought that see the big buggy eyes and the thought of like oh it's a surprise it's that wacky uh, <laughs> it's <silly. laughs> yeah it's the silly face. 
Um, I, I mean, it, it's fine. It got two and a half million views, certainly a successful video. I'm not engaging it just off of the thumbnail, but I thought it was a good thumbnail, at least at the time. But yeah, I'm certainly moving away from, uh, from, from the text, especially when the text ends up being the same thing that you're saying in the title. And that was something that Tim Schmoyer yeah. pointed out to me, which I fully agree with. The next one, this is a personal one. This is the most important video that I've ever made because it made it for my daughter and it was the make uh, the makeover of her nursery. And I was stumped because I had this great, this time they don't, don't want to, people don't want to see you. People don't want to see me. So before I posted this thumbnail, the original one in this particular, um, uh, AB test with just the finished after product, it was just because the angle looked good. And I went and I checked a whole bunch of other nursery makeover videos. And a lot of people just end up putting the finished product and it's like, if you're interested in seeing how we got to that finished product, here you go. I guess it kind of lets you know what the click is going to be like. I saw this other one and I'm like, ah, I'm holding little baby Riley and I'm showing, I was literally showing her the room and I thought you could kind of see that I was holding a baby. But again, no one is interested in seeing me. Before I put the original image of the after image, it used to be just a picture of me with my arms crossed standing in that room. And again, the same thing happened. It ended up getting a there's a lot of views on the video and maybe because of what the subject matter is certainly not because Chad is in the, uh, is in the thumbnail. So uh, as you can see, that one's not going anywhere. Uh, here's one. Uh, the next one, uh, we had really been struggling with this one because uh, we had put just uh, Melissa's face and my face kind of like uh, boxers do uh, nose to nose. Uh, I, as I, I remember box. that. Yeah. Yes. I, I, yes, that's right. Cause I was running a test with what is now the original, the original did better than that. Uh, so then I decided it's like, okay, well, why don't I take myself out completely, put Melissa more in the foreground and show her kind of literally cleaning up a kitchen. Uh, I guess not. I'm not too sure. It's a very, I very small variant. So you don't know about that one. Don't you think it, it, it's because the thumbnail supports the title? Yes. And that, and that's it. I think we're kind of getting away from the whole thought of it needed to be like, oh, it's this husband versus wife thing. And that's why I also moved that to the end of the title. It used to be husband versus wife, mm. clean with me, 2019, something or other. There's a look at that. All right. I'll admit that is a little bit of spamming in the title. Me throwing in 2019, that's not needed. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but you see that a lot. People do that because it's like, oh, okay, I want to get the most up-to-date version, obviously. Uh, right. <laughs> now you got to do um, the 2020 version. Uh, this next have. one. I have. Yes, we have actually. Right. So, but we don't, we don't put the 2020 anymore, right. especially at this point. If you're putting 2020 and it's like September, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> right, right. Um, the massive basement clean over, uh, uh, cl clean up. Uh, this video also did quite well, but when I noticed that the, uh, the original click through wasn't all that great, I switched it to a pic, which kind of shows that Melissa's pregnant and it kind of looked like mm -hmm. two people talking in a basement. It's doing mildly better, but I guess we'll see how that ends up doing. Uh, the next one is a clean with me car. That's a, a difference of, uh, I've seen a lot of YouTubers, um, especially young YouTubers kind of do uh, this little thing here where they do a highlight shadow to kind of draw something out of the background. So I tried that with this one. This is a picture of Melissa vacuuming her car and I extracted her from the thing and then I added a glow to her. And instead of just having it be a glow, which kind of provides some 3D separation, I went with the yellow because I found yellow and orange are very good colors for, they're very eye-catching colors. Uh, well, I don't find that. Everybody finds that. They, they, they just are. Anyhow, apparently not as much as, again, one of these three-panel multi. I honestly thought the yellow one's like, yeah, that clearly looks like someone's using a vacuum in what appears to be a car. And if you were to read the title, you'd kind of pick up that it's a car. And I find that with these small multi-panel ones, it's really hard, at least for my old man eyes, to actually make out any right. of the stuff that's going yeah. on. But perhaps it is just that clutter. And I know that we've, I've, I've shown these before on, on uh, while we've been doing these about some of the cleaning videos. And they use like six panels and put a line across here and have all these really, really like having six thumbnails in one thumbnail. But apparently it works. This is the one that I, I messaged you about, Steve, because I was like, hey, do circles yeah. work or do oh, arrows right. Uh, you texted back too late saying that circles work and I had already committed to that 
to the arrow. And but as you can the see, arrow. Yeah. the arrow is already moving the click through up. I, th I think we're having button. the same thing here that I had, whereas I couldn't see the arrow I experimented with. This one, I don't really see the circle, at least on this tiny bit that I'm looking at here. Oh, this is just the arrow. Right, I can see the arrow fine, but the circle one I don't see. Or is there oh, a circle? Over, there is no circle. So this oh, was okay. the original without. So sorry, when I was doing this, I was like, hey, should I uh, circle what she's gotcha. doing or should I point an arrow? Oh, we'll see like, if, hey, if the circle works. If you'd done it circle, that thing would have had billions of views. I think it probably would have been like a 40% click through rate. So, anyways, <laughs> after this one is over, after start date September 9th, so I don't know, a few more days, this will be over. So it what? looks like this will probably be the one. And then I'm going to pit this again the exact same version with a circle and we will truly we'll truly see what, what, what <laughs> so here's one of, the, one of the things i'm kind of struggling with on these a b tests is that i've been doing those only on my videos that as i post them the brand new videos because i i just haven't had time to go through and do any any backlog videos but one of, it takes like a minimum of four days to really see the difference. I think that's yeah. what I think it's a minimum of four days or something like that. And by that time, a lot of people have already watched that huge surge of initial viewers have already watched the video. So I kind of feel like if the variation does better and then I set it thin, I've missed out on a whole bunch of views that yeah. I could have got if I had done that to begin with. Uh, I can see it would make more sense to go back on some of the older videos. But then again, I guess. It's, it can't hurt to be... Well, I think you end up seeing the trends, so you end up starting to see what works best. That's the thing I love about this, is because I don't think there's anything, one thing that's going to particularly work and Have i'm you, still left with those new videos in that same dilemma that you're talking about where it's like right. all right here's two really good ones short of being able to a b test it but as soon as whatever i a b test on day one is going to have a co completely artificially inflated click-through yeah. rate because it's all you know the people who are going to be watching the video for the most part regardless of what the thumbnail is well and they don't this tests don't start until like midnight right after you, you post it anyway and have you is there i don't know if i asked you this before but after all of this testing have you noticed one thing that you just absolutely know is just thumbnail death that you'll never do again in a thumbnail <sighs> text I know I talked about it before, um, but, but text, text is, I, I thought it was uh, like, oh yeah, you're really helping by trying to figure out how to make the most. And I still sometimes see videos that trend and, and people who do very good thumbnails um, use text. Uh, but I see, I, I find that if it looks more like an interesting still from a video as opposed to a contrived thumbnail, Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I don't know if that actually does do better. However, I like it better and I've seen better results in what That's we kind of do what, yeah. by doing that. Because we have gone through the glam stuff. We were, yeah. you know, we, not the glam stuff, but uh, we have put a, a, a lot of thought into doing, um, we do photo shoots on a, on a monthly basis for social media and, and, and all of the rest. And I started getting to the point where I was like really doing complicated Photoshop like eye-opening, yeah. uh, like dude perfect style, like really putting a lot of thought and effort into these thumbnails. And I realized the, you know, you certainly got some, some, uh, uh, some, some response to it, but I guess to ultimately answer your, your first question, I'm the, the most surprising thing or the thing that I, I, I would never go back on is, is doing something which looks contrived and forced. The aim yeah. now is to get it as most as like, that's a really interesting still eye-catching still from the video and it has interesting angles and colors and all the rest and maybe an arrow or a circle to help accentuate right. it, but not something which is so like, oh, and over here in a yeah. big giant thing, like five minute craft styles and like the big color blocks and just like the intentionally clickbaity. And I think the same kind of goes through with your title. 
it's yeah. easy to be all caps clean cleaning motivation 2020 and 2019 just in case and uh, <laughs> clean with, with the exclamation all point. <laughs> yeah super huge disaster cleaning extravaganza in a real life home not scripted like I, I get it or you can just be like hey clean with me and don't even capitalize it and yeah. that just instantly is going to be like a, a stand out and whatnot and i sorry i i keep answering the question with a different answer <laughs> no that's the that's thing that i will never do again is look at someone else's thumbnail and try to copy that i yeah, guess yeah that's a great that's a actually really good advice because i was the same way i used to do the so there were, I had some thumbnails on some of my older videos that I would probably spend hours on trying to get this thumbnail right. I'm taking the photograph, I'd take multiple photographs, trying to get the lighting just right, doing the text, doing the, the boosting it in Photoshop, doing the little outline around the figure. That was kind of a big thing there for a while. And then, but I realized that really what people want to see is an action shot. They want to see something that looks like it's actually a frame from that video. And I don't know if that's just, changed over time and it, it could be just channel specific it could be uh, more how-to type video specific i don't really know one thing i've had and i've also gotten away from putting text in the in the thumbnail sometimes i I'll put some text in there and for a while i was trying to do these anti-clickbait text it was really funny i would i would ask a real clickbaity question in the title and then in the thumbnail i would provide the answer right there. <laughs> like you don't even have to watch the video the answer <laughs> you right. didn't even need to commit to a click I'm no, was, the I, I, just, I actually stole that idea from adam neely he's a musician and he talks about music theory and i think it's really interesting but he would do that sometimes he'd put the question a clickbait question so you're, you're getting the clickbait so people are gonna go oh this is just click oh well he gives you the answer right there There's so it was really cool to do that and i had really good results with those and people really liked that and sometimes i still i still do those but in the, in the past couple couple hundred videos i've probably done like five where i've actually taken a photograph you know, yeah. just because I couldn't find a good still. And sometimes that's a problem is that they just like, I watch the whole video. And I'm like, God, I didn't do anything that literally looks interesting in this whole video, you know? <laughs> sometimes when it's, yeah, with us, if it's just like mostly a roll of yeah. Melissa and very little B roll, it's like sometimes an angle of a toilet or, a, you know, cleaning in a certain way will will work. But then you're like, man, I have nothing. So you're ending up going through the video just trying to find a nice part where you had a natural smile in your right. face. Your mouth doesn't look kind <laughs> of all weird. Yeah, I remember um, before, I remember a time where you, oh, you're, oh, you're stopped screen sharing. Sorry. Oh. Your screen. Yeah. No, sorry. Keep, no, no. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Oh, okay. I'm going to pull this back up. <laughs> I thought it just, I thought you just blanked out on No, me. no, I'm done. <laughs> no, I remember a time b before YouTube allowed uh, you to post custom thumbnails and they always gave you those three to choose from. That's actually a, a legacy thing where they would, they would have those three frames you could choose from. And uh, some of my older videos, I just still leave those. They're just on that. And you're, and whoop. There's, there's our, whoop, hold on. There's uh, Star Trek Voyager, just for those who actually know, this is Deep Space Nine. I'm starting to get into Deep Space Nine. Uh, where is it? That's Zoom. That's my email. My I, did, oh, I pray to go? God some porn isn't going to pop up here while you're going through. You this. know, the one thing I do, the one thing <laughs> I am going to make sure of, my mic might not be hooked up, but I assure you, Steve. Uh, where is what I was just doing? Oh, it's over here. Excuse me. All right. You can see that. I can see that. There we go. And if I were to, that's what I wanted to do. Ah, there. That's much better. There. Look ah, at that. Wow. I can see clearly. All right. There we go. Look, she's pregnant. Now you can actually see that she's pregnant. However, you couldn't see in the smaller view. Oh, wow. This is much Oh, wow. Better. That one, that's one that surprises me. The one, I would have easily picked the original on that one, the, the one where she was pregnant. The original, I think is, is to me, that's way more engaging because it's just such a mess. Yeah. And it's this interesting, so this, here's, what, here's what I really like is the security camera angle. Yeah. This was a, this was a GoPro uh, yeah. like on top of a shelf and I positioned it very, very high because we were cleaning this back area. I don't know if you can kind of see it. Anyways, this is where our basement is. This is our laundry room and we we're bringing yeah. everything in here to kind of triage it and then move it out. So I thought this, yeah, the, the, the clutter did it. So that was the thought behind this still incorporating me and Melissa, but also going with something which focuses more on two people in the basement. Yeah, that one's doing better.
Uh, this one we talked about, that one we talked about. Here's another one, moving away from Chad um, and moving to Melissa. And yeah. just that. I, know, I think this is a more interesting thing. It's like, what is he, like, she's just holding the towel, but there's a smile, there's eye contact, which I also know is kind of interesting. Sometimes when, uh, when there's a mirror, it's also kind of interesting, I found. I think we talked about this last time. Yeah. Um, here's I think one. also people are more likely to click on a picture of a, a woman than a guy. And that's it, perhaps for things like bathroom makeovers or whatever, mm -hmm. and maybe uh, mostly because the people looking for that are more female, so they're going to lean more towards a female. I don't know. We are really just spitballing here. However, statistically, I am not as popular as Melissa. Here's another one, old style. This video has probably 5 million views. This is a very popular video. And uh, it's how to clean a bathroom, clean your bathroom, taking up a whole bunch of space along with our old little banner that we used to put on. Yeah. So this was a still, again, that security kind of camera angle, which I liked, definitely showing a toilet, showing a trick, which Melissa is, mm -hmm. we kind of got pretty popular for, and people can just see this little trick and be like, oh, that's cool. Um, and also just kind of showing a messy bathroom so that one clearly is actually quite a bit different one percent in the land of 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 yeah. uh, click-through impressions is is huge that'll probably be like 25 percent or 30 percent this also engaged. goes back this also goes back to what you were just talking about is that uh wh when was that original video posted 2012 yeah so that back then that thumbnail on the left today almost yes. dated because of what we were just talking about now to me you want to see like these screen grab pictures and yes you know, and and, then, and that's exactly what this is i mean a lot of this was going through screen grabs here's another one this was a screen grab that i thought was like ah oh, that's interesting yeah she's certainly holding something she has a look which is like there's a smile she's making eye contact she is not the focus of the picture clearly what she's holding is and maybe some people could be like oh that's a razor blade and that's kind of interesting however um it wasn't getting and isn't getting a huge uh click through possibly because not many people are interested in a video about reducing waste i guess well, I, I love the the first one on that the original i think is more interesting to me because it it supports reduce waste and it's just very little it's it looks kind of, clean right right the other one is just waste clutter you know? right and that's why I wanted something which, uh, again, just kind of tested my um, or challenged my preconception of what it should be. I did this one for it's like maybe, maybe a garbage wood. Or maybe people would look at that and be like, oh, yes, that's exactly what my garbage looks like. And I want to learn that. And maybe that would be more interesting for people. However, clearly not. Again, uh, it's, kind it's pretty close. Against us. Yes. And it is pretty close, all things considered. Uh, here's one that I did recently. I rarely do the, the, the text anymore, but sometimes I will, especially for cleaning habits. Cause right now cleaning habits is a space, uh, that a lot of people are looking, uh, I'm sorry. A lot of people are searching for so that particular word as opposed to cleaning hacks mm. or cleaning tips, cleaning habits. Huh. Um, and then, yes, I just went over to a still of, uh, wispy, uh, baking soda being poured out of something. I, I cleverly um, de-branded it. <laughs> You're right. I, I just know. So this arm and this hammer, uh, who we actually work with, they, they are one of our sponsors and we have a great relationship with them. However, um, yeah, it, that, that's also very standout-ish and I didn't want it to be something about a brand standing out. Uh, that one, again, is pretty close. We'll see how that one ends up falling. Here's one. Here's one that I actually thought would work. Here's the mm. circle. Here's some you know some wow yeah this really one, I would, I would really think that right would you know what i mean like this one is like i get how the, the literally half of this thumbnail is text a big blue bottle and and that strip of clean my space huh. but again picture of melissa smiling or not smiling but like basically a picture of someone looking at the camera and da 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 versus just hands however i, I am surprised at this one i thought this one was going to do quite well hmm that's a surprise. Yeah. Maybe if I changed the circle to red. Maybe it wasn't completely round. <laughs> yes, like an oval, know. like an egg yeah. shape. I don't know. Um, what were you gonna say, Steve? Sometimes I think I, I overthink a lot of this stuff too, but it it's it's remarkable on ones that I was not expecting, like that one. I definitely would have uh, this here's another one that I thought. I thought that a worker 
uh, or someone doing work uh, in a space which clearly looks like it's going to be like, you know, made over. But again, people really like the payoff of seeing the end finished product so that they can. I think that also kind of fits with the whole channel brand identity of just things looking nice and crisp and clean. And yeah. Yeah. Versus, yeah. Versus like, uh, I'm still in this case, which is really, really underperforming this one. Uh, yeah. Oh. The, the, the variation looks more like uh, construction. At, and I don't know if that's the kind of thing that people are interested in for yeah. a cleaning channel. Uh, this one doesn't have uh, stats for some reason. It says it's complete, huh. but uh, either way, this was identical. Would, <laughs> uh, this was to do the, uh, um, uh, yeah, just to see if a closer up uh, shot, which clearly shows Melissa holding two vacuums versus kind of like this larger shot, mm -hmm. which has these angled couches kind of like lead your eye into the middle. And we've had success with this kind of style of thumbnail before. So we'll see. I'll, I'll click on that in a second and see if that works. Uh, here's crazy face. Here's crazy face working. This was like weird still. This was one that YouTube suggested when we uploaded this video. Uh, that doesn't, I look, this that doesn't look like Melissa. What's different it about it? It really doesn't, right? Because of just the angle and the way she's like cocking her <laughs> lip to the side. It, it really... Uh, anyways, it's working. So we'll, we'll yeah. see if that continues to work. Um, this one backfired. I really thought uh, like a closet would do better than me with a pile of clothes, but pile of clothes. And again, uh, both of these being quite low. Uh, I think we saw this one last time mm -hmm. we talked about this one. Right. Um, yeah, I think we're getting into yeah, some of the, old, old, the older ones that, that, that we had done. But um, I, I don't know what the, oh, here's, what, here's one that I, I definitely did change. And we've already seen a, a really big uh, view boost in this particular video. Moving from this, which I thought was a great thumbnail. Look at the rainbow pouring out See, of the vinegar. You put, you put all that effort into it. I know. It, we, it used to be called Seven Magical Ways to Clean. Uh, See? And the, and the, uh, but yeah. no. People were more interested in these little zigzags and Melissa sitting in the bathtub. I think that there, there's definitely something to be said for thumbnails that have mystery to them. I think that that's got to be one of the most clickable kind of things. Lean-in factor. This whole like, what? Yeah, what exactly is that? Yeah. What, do, what is that circle supposed to be circling? Sometimes I think channels circle nothing. It's just a circle, you know, but it, it makes you think, what? They do this. Should, in, we tr should we try that? Should we do some AV testing and just have arrows pointing to I, nothing? I, or like I, something I, so small that you'd never be able to see it? <laughs> There's these uh, movie channels, they're like, you know, 20 things you missed in whatever movie. And the thumbnail will always have like something in the background of a still frame of the movie and it's circled. And I'm always looking at that like, what? What did I miss? And so then I've got to watch the video. And, and then they don't even talk about it in the video. because Usually it doesn't live up circled. to the hype. It's just, uh, yeah, it's basically clickbait. Yeah. I guess there's a reason why I didn't notice that when I was watching this <laughs> I don't know. I I think that there, if there's mystery, I think it's probably the number one thing that I've noticed, at least on my videos. And it doesn't have to be any kind of major mystery, but just enough for somebody to ask, what exactly is he doing? Where is this going? How is that something a little bit different than, you know, just me sawing a board a little bit. So sh should we have a part of the podcast where we literally go through other people's thumbnails. And ah, I would be afraid. Maybe not, because it shouldn't. It shouldn't be called the thumbnail uh, the, uh, yeah. podcast. However, I really, really do like this. Um, I, I'm so enamored right now. You only this. show me. I only show me something you like. <laughs> What's that? Just show me one that you like. I don't want to see the bad thumbnails. Otherwise, it's just too mean. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise i would just show you that whole channel i was talking about where the guy does the scream face on every video i don't know why that <laughs> eats at me so much but every time i see one of his videos and i don't even know why i keep subscribing but every time i see one of his videos come through my feed it just a little bit of my soul just dies <laughs> <laughs> um where am i here here i am there we are we're still over here um uh very good, Steve. Hour and seven minutes. Hey, we did it. I got to get rolling here. I'm off to, hey, guess what? The gyms opened up this week. 10% capacity they can have, which is about what a gym ever has in it. You know, most people don't actually go to the gym. 
So I'm, well, I'm going to go to the gym again. This will be the first time in six months. So they, they just upgraded Marin County to red level. Now, now, now we're in the red zone. Remember I was talking about the color coding. So that means that restaurants can open with 25% capacity. A lot of restaurants are saying, well, we're not going to bother. I mean, if you have like 12 yeah. tables, that means you can have what three. So it's, yeah. not, it's not that big of a deal. But gyms, I'm happy about gyms being open. And movie theaters too are, are supposed to open. I'm not sure what they're going to show, but it'll be fun to actually go to a movie theater again. And the sky is blue today, correct? It is bluish. Bluish. <laughs> That's a start. It's better. It's better. I think we're supposed to have more smoke this, this weekend, but at least we're done with that weird red apocalyptic nightmare hellscape. That was, was a scary, scary thing. Jesus I saw God. how much engagement that got on, on, your, uh, on your Instagram account. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I mean, people are truly concerned. I mean, I know. Uh, it was it's like, weird. There's so many people. Wow. It's amazing. But um, well, until Friday, Friday enjoy yeah. the gym. Um, and let's talk about the podcast itself and where we can where we can go with this. I know you saw that email I CC'd you in on. Uh, you, you probably saw that. Did you see that with yes, Tim? Uh, okay. With Tim, so, yep. some advice for setting up the podcast. So I think that sounds great. Just use a third party thing. Seems reasonable. Yep. yep. And, yeah. And I looked it up and chadandsteve.com is available. <laughs> so you can go and get that and everybody can yeah. visit chadandsteve.com for more information about Chad and Steve have a chat. That's funny. More information about Chad and Steve have a podcast. Yeah. Hashtag, what is it? Cash app? Cash, cash app. app. Yeah, I actually looked for cashapp.com, but it was taken. They wanted like 16 grand for it or something. Like, no. What is that? Six letters? That's six letters. Yeah, that's right. A, yeah. A pretty small little yeah, cash app. I love cash app. Cash app. <laughs> it sounds like, like a loan shark app for your phone or something. You know? Hey, <laughs> it does. That's what I thought it sounded like. It's not like a, it's a money transfer or something. Yeah. Like that. Maybe we can do that as like that's the product that we yeah, we really. somehow evolve this into a, a cash app for Definitely. your phone. I also uh, want to talk to you talk. about a couple of couple of channels I found that are pretty amazing. So we can we can talk about that. Yeah, see, I've got my uh, I've got my list of things. Uh, so I have a list of things as well. I'm just and, kind of checking uh, them off as as I go. What is the podcast uh, about? I'm not going to check that off just yet because we still so, haven't figured it out. So I noticed in Tim's email, the last line was like, "Hey." So what's your podcast about? Yeah. That's <laughs> like, why, did you that's not read the title on. of the podcast? It's <laughs> Chad and Steve have a podcast. That's what the podcast is about. I know. I want to tell them you're going to be a guest on it too. Yes. We talk about thumbnails. We talk about, I, I mean, it ended up being talking about youtube things, a bunch of other stuff, but it Minimalism. is kind of mostly focused on YouTube. Yeah. YouTube and, and all things adjacent. Adjacent. Well, YouTube adjacent. <laughs> um, Non-binary YouTube. I'm going to share. I'm going to share. Uh, I'll share some of those ideas. We'll talk on Friday, and we will make yet another podcast. We have a podcast. We have a podcast. Steve. All right, Chad. I'll see you on Friday. Sounds good. Have a good Bye. day. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.